everyone, welcome to Heart's Happiness Podcast. The place where I, Manpreet, share my journey of healing intergenerational family trauma to help you to understand your story. I share a bunch of tools and tips that will transform your mental health and allow you to find your own heart's happiness. So exciting, right? Each episode will cover one of three areas. One, raising awareness of what this trauma actually is and how it hides in our lives. Two, tools, tips, support, lots of different things that I've used to get better and heal from this trauma. And three, I'll be connecting you with so many specialists and therapists and coaches as guests on my show. So we are going to transform your mental health and empower you to take your healing by the hands and move forward. Hello everybody, welcome back for the last episode of April 2022. We are talking to KJ in a moment about her big trauma. And I have to apologise, I sound a little bit bunged up because I've just got back from honeymoon. I am now Mrs. Burning. I should probably change that on the podcast. And we both got COVID during our wedding, so Simon got it first. And then I caught it off of him from what would be known as the lamest honeymoon known to mankind. So I'm still recovering, but I wanted to um, chat to KJ because I think she has such a great story for you all to hear. So she'll be on in a second. And if you ever need help, on your own recovery healing journey of trauma whether it's big or small that is what i'm here to help you with to clear that trauma and to create your own version of happiness just drop me a dm and we can talk about my different services and how it can support you on your own journey of healing okay so now we're going to speak to kj welcome to the podcast kj i'm so happy that you're here to share your big story of overcoming a massive trauma did you just want to introduce yourself to everybody yeah sure thank you for having me um so hi everyone I'm KJ um currently in based in London um working in the city as a consultant um but yeah went through a a trauma a couple years ago and yeah happy to share my story today fabulous and it was um um I I feel like I should just do a little bit of a trigger warning because it is a big (laughs) thing that happened to you that may um anybody that's listening it might be triggering if you've experienced something similar so just be careful with yourself if it feels uncomfortable maybe it's not the right time to listen right now but I think what's so amazing about your story is something so awful happened but you've really come through the other side and that's why I wanted to have you on so you can give others hope as well so yes let us know what was what what happened yeah sure so it was June 2019 so I was in my final year of university literally just finished my exams um on the Tuesday and Thursday of that week um and then I had kind of like a I guess a university awards night on the Saturday um so I had that and then um we were going to go out like to a club in the town um and this is like a pretty small town in the midlands like you can walk everywhere it, it it's pretty like quiet um and mainly student based so we went out and then i wasn't really feeling it like 2 a.m kind of just tired and wanted to go home so like so many of us would walk back it's like five ten minutes back to your flat so i did that and then um yeah was walking back home and just ended up being followed by someone um random and then yeah just kind of ended up being stabbed three times within my thigh um so very scary and out of the blue completely kind of thrown off guard and yeah kind of changed everything for me it was quite never really had a big trauma like that happen to me um so it was a lot of shock at the time and um yeah big like physical impact but also mentally um, yeah I can only imagine like 
how you could even recover from that because it's the sense in a place that you felt really safe as well that you've walked around so many times yeah for sure it was it was a weird one just because you get very comfortable um in a little bubble it felt like especially on a campus uni um and even in the town it was very small you knew everyone really so yeah nothing really happened like that um there for a long time so yeah it kind of threw I think everyone off off guard and you kind of don't feel safe yeah well thank god you survived it as well right yeah so because um, I know you got you got sort of rushed into hospital straight away and, and you're physically because um, obviously you had to not only recover mentally but physically as well so could you tell us a little bit more about what sort of happened because first of all when, when we experience a big trauma like that it's not just the physical obviously where you got hurt but mm-hmm. it's all that fear and that adrenaline and that cortisol that's in your body that that the, you would have been feeling the implications of that for a really long time yeah yeah for sure I think probably in my focus as well after it happened was like physically the impact of it just because I guess with that's the thing you deal with you can see and you try to deal with that the most so it ended up yeah so I had three stab wounds on my thigh um so then they were pretty pretty deep um so I had stitches at the time in hospital and things like that so it was pretty hard to walk I'd never had stitches before so it was pretty tough like for two weeks had them and you just can't really walk or like it felt really tight within the leg um and then now kind of from it I have I had a lot of nerve damage just in the inner mm-hmm. part of my leg, kind yeah. of from like lower calf up to the like mid thigh, um, just from where one of the wounds were. It was pretty near like nerves and stuff. So I still have a little bit now. It's got better. Um, but yeah, there still is a bit of like pain and nerve damage still now. It's got a lot better. But yeah, it's probably still going to be there for a long time and maybe forever, which is not the worst case, I guess, how I kind of frame it in my mind. but. Still obviously shit. not ideal yeah <laughs> not it great could have been avoidable. maybe um, don't stab me um, yeah yeah and, oh, I, I mean I can only like I, I guess so at the beginning of your journey you just focused on your recovery to be able to walk properly again etc yeah yeah so I lost a lot of blood like during it so I think it was just I had no energy the first kind of couple weeks especially it was just like bed bound I was home so like my mom was taking care of me she just knew what to do painkillers on like all the timings and everything like she just took care of it doctor's appointments dragged me out oh, like 7 a.m like so I was very lucky just to be home and like be taken care of in that sense like she was on it um but yeah so that was quite like a you just needed to sleep like literally just sleeping in the day and just trying to get your energy back and then even a month after I had my graduation so that was my target being like I'm making my graduation I'm walking and even on that day I remember it was I was out for a couple hours probably in the day in the ceremony walked and like you back in the same area as well yeah so that was like five weeks after it was that was probably the start of like big mental impacts I think that was the start of kind of anxiety for me because I was kind of not like fine because I moved to home which was a couple hours away kind of away from the location yeah so it, it allowed me to kind of just like focus on recovery and not really think about the environment you're in because you feel safe it's home like you know that you've grown up there so that helped a lot I think in the first kind of month or so like just getting out but then yeah coming back for graduation 
um even that that day I think or the night before I was so worked up and just just really paranoid I hadn't really thought about it like I just I'm very stubborn and strong-willed and I just thought I'd be fine fine. yeah Yeah, I was like it'll be fine like I'm going to my graduation I'm enjoying my week like all this because like take it away from me yeah like even on the day of the hospital I was being so stubborn being like I'm not going home I'm fine like I can walk and I couldn't so yeah I think it kind of yeah I learned a lot from it um just in that sense of like actually listening to other people and taking their advice and like take giving yourself a break as well um Mm. with it but yeah graduation very tiring as well like I only walked for like an hour or two and then literally that afternoon I was like lying in my bed like Mm. needing a nap so it very much like took like three months properly probably to get back into the gym and like start kind of walking properly and it's still kind of like a bit of a limp and just a lot of pains like randomly my leg for that whole summer really um and then even kind of just before lockdown was still pretty weak um so it was like March 2020 and then kind of lockdown gave me a time of just like I don't have to commute to work or anything like that just gave me time to focus on like getting my strength in my leg and took took that so I think it's kind of the bits that probably probably people like don't realize just because I always like you kind of look fine like I can walk properly and stuff but it's internally like the pains and things probably wouldn't realize but yeah it's it's a lot better now for sure how about so the impact of all of this like mentally and emotionally because obviously you've had this massive trauma which you know, it could get triggered by you walking at night, could be triggered by you going out alone. When you are in the safety of your parents' house, it's probably not getting triggered as much. Mm -hmm. How have you found that and the anxiety as well? Because that that would get heightened by certain types of events. How has that been? Have you had any help with that or? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think it was a tough one because at the start, I feel like it was fine because I was home and it was a bubble. And then that summer, um, I had like three or four months off before I had to start work so kind of really just focused on physical impact and then was just surrounded by family so you kind of feel safe in that sense but I, did, I was very aware that like my trauma obviously happened at night um, when it's dark so like probably that's going to be a hurdle but I never wanted it to mean that I would never go out again like I knew that I still wanted to enjoy my life and like still go out so I kind of took measures just like when I was back in graduation that was my first kind of night out I was very like we were drinking and stuff and you kind of felt a bit drunk but like my mind was so aware of like the surroundings and being back in that town that like it wouldn't let myself like very much so yeah so it was like the first couple nights back out were pretty like tough and then even in the first six months really it was hit and miss it but like I just made measures just to be like right I'm going out with people I trust they know the situation they're happy if anything happens I'm triggered or anything we could just go back home and it's fine um so I was very lucky with kind of the friends I've got and my circle that it was fine I think there was only like one big night where like I just bumped into someone randomly that I saw on that night and hadn't seen them at that time that like weirdly triggered me that time got really like anxious and then yeah just went home but for the most part like pretty like happy with how it's been I feel like that's the main thing for me and what I've worked out is like working out kind of triggers or or consciously thinking about 
what would trigger me and then how do I kind of try to stop that from happening and I've always found now if I like just feel safe with people you kind of just forget about that and like there's no real anxiety which I'm I'm really happy that that's kind of been the outcome of it obviously it's like different maybe walking back from the tube at night or like not on a night out I would say just like yeah if you're walking back in the dark a little bit sometimes get a bit anxious or a bit just like on high alert or would maybe just like lower the music on your headphones or something more mm-hmm. just like call someone um whilst you're walking back so I definitely did that when I started work and it was dark because I joined in like November um so it was like dark at 5 p.m 5 30 so I'd always call my mom or like a friend like the first mm-hmm. couple nights like just to get you in a comfortable state because you know that like I will have to do this again and we'll have to walk like in the dark so I'd rather not feel anxious the whole time so I kind of ease myself into it put measures in place at the start so you kind of get a bit more comfortable doing it again yeah um, sure I love how you're not letting it hold you back though yeah I think like just because I am pretty stubborn like from the start I was like I'll I will be fine like even if you don't feel fine at the time <laughs> yeah, yeah like I always like overarching in my head I was like I'm gonna be fine like one day I will be fine like I'll be fine and get over it but like obviously it comes in ways and it will always have an impact mentally I think um which I'm fine with and I, I kind of came to terms with probably in lockdown it's just the acceptance of like this is a part of me but yeah, it doesn't have to be story. everything yeah it's part of your story but it doesn't have to define you yeah. and you don't have to give it all your power as well because if you were staying at home and not living your life and that person kind of has won over you which is like yeah. continues that kind of abuse and how did you cope because I know you had a big legal thing because obviously this guy mm. did something really awful to yeah. you how did you cope was that triggering did you have to see it like yeah I think with the legal side that's like one area for me where I probably have been I don't really know how to probably cope with that the best like because I'd never had anyone else like close to me like in that sort of situation just all friends and family also like we've never had to deal with that so everyone's a bit in the dark like you kind of just have to give and take with it so it was very much like that was a big focus at the start because it was loads of like trying to find the person like um all of the different kind of legal things like um identification and stuff like that which is pretty scary on its own yeah and you've got to relive it all of the time yeah 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 for sure that I found like looking back on it now we kind of yeah had uh, like sentencing and things like that and all of the court case had to do a trial which like it was a lot to drag that was six months on the trial and I just started work as well and yeah. like it's an awkward thing to bring up at work being like oh I need a couple of days off because this happened and it's like, like a really big thing <laughs> yeah it's uh, like it did keep feeling like it was just getting dragged up and then you I couldn't really fully focus on my mental impact and my mental health until that was kind of like sorted. I think it was still always there because like whenever you get a call from the police or the court, like people, it would just bring it up again and you just feel like really bad for a couple of days, like yeah, and very like imagine. high emotions. So that kind of got a little bit resolved, I think July, 2020, I want to say. So nearly a year on. And then I felt like at that point when we'd have we had to like appeal the sentencing because it was so low and things like that so kept going on and going on for a year after and then after that point I think that was a big milestone in that like I could finally just like feel comfortable with that that that's resolved in a way and then deal with other things but even now like I I got like a 
message or like a call the other week around the legal stuff because it's kind of coming back around with like parole and things like that oh, it does just like throw you it's off gone, again it's gone really quickly I know it? yeah and it's just you that's the one thing I think that now is like probably the most triggering point of it and that I just kind of tried to keep have kept separate as much as I can because like I've just wanted to focus on like getting myself better and all of that but, yeah, then but then you do have to relive it like it's yeah crazy. especially if he's like going to be out again soon and it's like yeah how do you know that he's has he got better with. has he because clearly he's mentally not all right to be doing something like that like yeah I guess you yeah even, so it's like a bit out of your control right as well yeah that's the thing and it's kind of just trying to deal with that in the best way for yourself and trying to mentally like reframe it or like make sure it's okay so I've kind of like put it off at the minute I'm going home for a couple of weeks so I probably will have to try figure out like the next steps in that um with it all and kind of yeah I guess this is now the next like challenge for it and trying to just I guess like use what I've learned in the last couple of years um of like reducing like how triggering it is or like using different techniques to like work on myself and um things like that so it's going to be probably still yeah it's not over but um what yeah. are some of the tools that you've used to sort of like, because I can imagine when you were in lockdown, especially all of this stuff loves, everybody's stuff came out in lockdown, yeah. but just sitting with yourself, sitting with your emotions. Um, so, you know, like, I guess when the physical wounds had healed more, you start to feel more of the mental and emotional wounds that are just hidden, but they're kind of there especially yeah. when you have more time to think about it. So what started to come up for you and how did you, what did you start to do to try to make yourself move through yeah. that? So I think for like the first six months, it was probably just like physical focus. And then from the trial, I would say that was kind of a, a turning point of like a the mental stuff, like kind of feeling very low, just because that was like quite a big thing and like traumatic thing, like going to the trial and like yeah, learning all these details. No, face. so I had like a screen, you can kind of like opt out of doing that. And mm. then, but just knowing you're in the same, same room, yeah, that's so room and like, all of that is just very like yeah I don't feel like our courts make this easy either they should it's really be changing stuff about this such like a traumatic thing and then it feels like when you're giving your account of it the judge is like quizzing you on it or like seemingly like that not believing you or like you have to like really like egg it on or like enhance everything or like be like the worst of it um whereas I'm very much like a person who like is like it's fine we'll get on Plays with it, it but like yeah but like you really have to like make them believe you in a way and you're like it did happen like yeah and all like of this stuff evidence. is crazy mm-hmm. yeah so it was it was a long like that was a week and it kept getting dragged on and it's so slow like in the legal system so that that was a lot of and then we found out more details of like, oh, he, I thought it was random at the time. Like it was just whoever was walking down the road. But then it was like, it was actually a bit more like he'd sussed me out a couple like roads before and was like following me. So mm. it just makes you feel a bit worse. And like, mm. um, even like when the ambulance was there and like I was in the road, like he was still there just watching it all. Like oh, it's God, just creepy. And then like, it just made you feel a bit worse. And it was like different to what, I thought it was at the time so then it just kind of like shakes you up a bit that Mm. oh like it actually was different and it's like extra detail (laughs) yeah yeah so it definitely changed at that point and then I felt like myself kind of getting in a worse like state mentally probably and this this was like just before lockdown Mm. just with like work and stuff as well 
um and then I kind of let it like spiral out of control for a little bit I think I kind of just like kept putting it to the back of my mind but like I didn't feel great mm-hmm. um and so then what happens I, when you numb it out it's like okay, yeah, it's yeah. just put it in that box I'm just yeah because I've been pretty good at like processing like emotions and stuff at that point and being logical with things and then I think I just kind of let it from that like trial and stuff I just didn't know how to cope but I didn't probably reach out for help like when I probably should have and then I think Feb time like I really just did not feel great like really low and it just wasn't me like I didn't want to get out of bed like mm-hmm. I was just like no energy didn't want to do anything and I knew it wasn't me and like you're scared because it's kind of like you're looking at yourself outside of your body like you know it's not you but there's nothing you can do about it like Mm. just mentally you just are not there um so then I reached out like luckily with work um we have like a kind of health insurance and things like that so then there was like a therapy kind of included within it so I did like eight weeks kind of sessions once a week um which very much helped and through that I think kind of started my Instagram page and like looking at it in more positive way just feeling like I don't want this to go away now like I'd rather help people or like share my story or, or do something positive from it because it kind of felt like it was like nine months on it kind of felt like it was all going away but like it still felt a big part of me Mm. um and I think through that it was kind of like I'm not going to be defined by this because I think I was very much struggling with like your identity and who you are now and like it just feels like everything's changed um so it was like kind of trying to find parts of myself before the trauma again and like helping people like I always love to do that beforehand Mm. so it kind of felt like it was getting this trauma but also bringing in things that I, I was before so it very much was like a turning point um doing that and then learning also like different techniques for anxiety like breathing um techniques and stuff like that I kind of learned through this therapy to actually help me in the future um and also yeah just different like grounding techniques which then I did use especially over lockdowns too because just because like lockdown in itself is like a big thing (laughs) yeah so it was like all things happening at once so it was a tough like kind of year um but definitely from it like using techniques which I'd still use now um for sure and your page is great so it's it's transforming trauma right yeah yeah and so did you find that you decided to because I know you write on there and express your story did you have other people come find you that have experienced a big trauma themselves so they could really relate to what you're saying yeah yeah because that was the thing like at the time I didn't really find anything like there wasn't I didn't really know where to look because like it's such a weird thing it's not like that common so then you just don't know where to get help from or like yeah so I just thought like I'll just start the page I didn't really have any intention when I did it I just thought like right let me make it share my story see where this goes and then from it like I do like different tips that I've found helps me or like just talking about different experiences and through that I kind of found other people as well and other pages I also did a podcast that came out a year ago and from that I had a lot of people reach out to me that they'd had like a similar thing in a near like town as well um and that like me talking about it has like really helped them understand their trauma which is crazy like I I just would never have thought it like when it happened and then to where it came in a year or, or two years like being able to help someone with it is crazy but like it's a really good feeling just that like 
mm. sharing your stuff or even just a little thing that's helped you can like go such a long way for someone else yeah definitely and I think it really sort of changes that narrative around that really bad experience as well because it means yeah. that in a way you've created your own little community there of other people that have had a shocking big out of the blue trauma happen and then nobody understands it but when you get to meet other people that have experience it too you just Mm. feel less alone it's like oh I felt like that with my physical recovery or the legal side of it or the mental side of it whereas like you know I've experienced trauma in a different way to you where I would never have known that legal side Mm. so I think that's I mean that's why I started my page initially was to just share I realized how powerful it is to share stories and to hear somebody else's perspective and that just hearing a story can sometimes give you so much hope and strength yeah. and like that you can move through it, which is so well done. Cause you've done that. Yeah. That was a little while ago now that you started the page, right? Yeah, that was, I think it was March, 2020. So yeah, two years now, which is crazy. I kind of use it less probably now um, just cause I guess it kind of fluctuates it's like I can use it now when I need to if I've got like things to say which I like it's just a good kind of like a journal in a way a little bit yeah. um, just like it's good to get it out of my head and like put it there but then also the fact that like people can resonate to that um is crazy like listening to podcasts and stuff of people going through like other traumas and stuff like that you can find things that you resonate to and it is true it's like you don't have to have exactly the same thing happen to you but the recovery side of things could be similar in some ways or like a feeling you've had you think you're very alone when it happens but then Mm. hearing other people talk about their things it like makes you feel like oh someone else feels like that or like it gives you a different perspective as well which I think is important well I just love as well that like you I think you've said that a couple of times but this is just this is a part of your story it's become part of who you are and you're actually using it in a in a positive way which which is you know that means that that person didn't take their power away from you that day that you've actually reclaimed it which is yeah 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 I definitely think it was very much like an empowering thing and it just was like random like Monday morning I just thought I'm not gonna let this like be the end of me and then just wanted to make it that page and I didn't really know where it was going still probably yeah it kind of changes and things from it but the engagement from it and yeah just building that little kind of community and kind of help helping other people from it is crazy and I never really would have thought it like on that day or like for like the first half of that recovery that year like of doing this but I'm so glad like it was big turning point and really just helped me not feel defined by it and Mm. has been such a big stage in recovery for myself too writing is just so good for recovery as well isn't it yeah I've got about five thousand journals yeah because like I'm really bad like just like journaling I guess like keeping like a diary and things I'm really not consistent but yeah doing this like it helps so much though like I really it just is even if you just type a couple paragraphs on like your notes on your laptop um it helps so much more like I really mm. never like I and really underestimate to, it and now as well you get to look back at your page and see how far you've come too right like yeah. you're you've got yourself promoted you're doing so much better in your recovery journey yeah like there might be a time where you maybe go back a little bit like yeah you know, him coming out or whatever yeah it's like you've got all the tools and things in place to be able to take care of yourself right so that's the thing like it's now like a help page for other people but also myself I can then like look back on things where like I was going through a rough time and like any tips that I put or found then I kind of use it as like a little self-help manual for myself now Mm. um looking back on things or if I feel like 
I don't know, anxious one day or something that I felt like a long time ago, I could probably just go back on the page and like just see what I dealt with like at the time and how I like cope with it. Because I can imagine with experiencing something like that, that when you're just going about your life, that something just in the day happens. Like, I don't know, for me, like with my own version of PTSD, like if someone was shouting, then I'd Mm. feel my heart racing and my body would start react. I don't know if that happens with you. Um, and what do you do to try to just calm yourself down and make sure you because that's the whole thing of you've got to keep telling your body that you're safe and it's not yeah. happening again yeah. right yeah that, I think that is the the key thing like there have been a few times I think like just even in day like like walking around London obviously like you just get random people like I remember I one London. time yeah <laughs> like I was with my friend and then suddenly some like random guy like jumped like round this side and like scared me because like we just didn't hear them like coming or anything and that was similar to like my trauma and even though it's daylight that could really like made my heart race and like you just go in a bit of a state of shock and can't yeah, really can freeze yeah yeah so yeah that. so uh, there, there's been a few times like that and it's just like about I guess like it is just reminding yourself like you're calm you're safe and like just even using like grounding techniques like there was one I think where it's like you focus on your breathing like one two three four and like in and out but then also there was when I was in therapy they basically said like oh imagine you're in a supermarket and like focus on like items on the shelf that you'd find and repeat it to yourself but like in those moments for me that's too much like that's too complicated yeah to yeah because your brain's so, like yeah I want to like, run well, away <laughs> I don't know um so then like I kind of changed it and just would say like colors I can see like around you because then it just brings you back, back so it's like pink purple blue and, oh, till, and as well as like breathing um and I've definitely found that like helps me and I've even had like friends say like they've actually used that now as well yeah and um, just to calm it gets, themselves down gets your brain back into gear doesn't it yeah yeah it makes you focus on things you can see in the present and just like yeah gets your brain like to stop kind of worrying about things yeah because you your, your brain can come up with this whole story oh my god it's gonna happen again that yeah. person's doing it, it looks like ah! and then it yeah. just makes that actually can make you really ill and anxious whereas what I love that it's really simple focus on the colors and what you can see because then you're just back in that present moment and breathing is just so powerful anyways and it's just to get your heart rate to calm down the impact of that you know the trauma being triggered within you just bringing your your body back into safety yeah for sure I never really like I guess before this I was never really conscious to any of it or like aware of like how important it is Mm -hmm. um and like in terms of mental health now because I guess like from the trauma it just kind of caused like I guess anxiety in general now for like even if I'm worrying about like work things or stuff like that I can feel my like heart racing a little bit I'm like never had that before this happened but like I've still Mm -hmm. know now like it's fine I can deal with it it's part of like the trauma and it's just something I'll, I'll deal with like and cope with it um but it's definitely like breathing like so important mm. like from it because you just suddenly get in a phase and like you're like breathing really fast and stuff and then you just kind of don't realize it and then you're like right I need to calm down like I always feel like it, it's like you've just escaped your body yeah it's like, it's like I just feel like I'm actually floating in the sky somewhere so to bring yourself back in and grounded in that moment like I'll like and um, just be like oh what do my feet feel like on the floor mm. just because then I'll remind myself that it's actually 2022 or whatever and you're not back in that moment but our brains are so because the fight or flight part of our brain is all about protection and safety right so our body's just 
it's just trying to keep us safe but yeah. it's about perceived threat so the minute we think we're under threat it will just go crazy yeah yeah and it could for be sure. anything yeah I think so like it has been weird to and interesting I guess like looking back on things and um seeing how your body reacts like your body knows you like so much better like sometimes mm-hmm. like I'd get I guess like around trauma anniversary dates like the, a year on from the trial or a year on from it happening like the couple of days before I'd be really on edge like my body would just be like really like I'd be really anxious and I wouldn't know why and then suddenly like the date comes around and I'm like right that's why like that I was feeling like that and stuff like that so it's a bit weird but like your body yeah just kind of knows knows you better than your brain well there's so much research out now just about the body keeping score about you know traumas big or small that happened throughout your life I mean that's what's happened with me is that I didn't realize these things affected me when say I was like eight or something yeah but it's still there and my body still remembers so it's just it's part of the information that it's got to say, oh, is this, does this mean you're not safe? So let me let me give you this information. And then some of us can just live our lives like that, just being running on anxiety and yeah. constantly trying to feel safe. But actually, it's just because our bodies went through something. And if we just allow it to breathe and relax and bring it into the current moment, it will it does just pass like a like a big old wave. Mm. Yeah, I definitely do. Feel, yeah, it definitely does just in general I guess with recovery as well like how you're feeling does come in waves and it's just as well I think what's helped me is the like acceptance of that um I think it's just like accepting like it's fine like some days I won't feel great other days I will but it's not like just denying that fact and like fighting it it's just like accepting like okay cool might not feel great today but like tomorrow go to sleep early like do your self-care and then like sleep and see how you feel in the morning hopefully you're better and then by the next day normally like you'd forget you felt like that yesterday Mm. um so it's fine do you find um so I definitely find this when I've not been doing my self-care as much then it things will just come up more and it's just because I haven't been doing the things I need to like go for my walk or do my breathing or whatever that keeps me keeps my nervous system more regulated yeah if I'm really busy with work and I haven't had a chance I'll just be more triggered do you find that as well with I do definitely feel like yeah if it's like more you would be a bit more stressed out or like focus on work and stuff and you're not kind of in your normal routine then Mm. it it is definitely like probably a worser impact on your mental health like I do definitely find that sometimes I'm like right I need to like go to the gym a bit more or like just get out get some fresh air and stuff like that and then it helps so much more and you're like yeah it's really preventative yeah do it a bit more we all forget that though when we get busy (laughs) (laughs) and then we get triggers and we're like oh no what's going on and I well I just love your story and just how calm you are about it all yeah bitter or angry or like pissed off do you have those feelings (laughs) I don't think so like I think from the start I always wanted to be like very open with it like even when it was pretty tough I think like the next day when I was in the police station it felt like very surreal saying it still but I think like when like friends and family would come and visit you and be like oh what happened I was always pretty like fine saying it I think I think in my head probably what it is is like it's just never like fully sunk in like I never saw the like kind of severity of it probably or like how big an impact like a bigger trauma this is that yeah. like I try to like kind down. of like <laughs> yeah break it down and like I probably I just do that as a as a person I'm just quite like that like it's fine like 
we'll get through it and like try to not fully like big it up I guess and I yeah. it probably is well yeah, caught in, in the drama of, of it all. yeah yeah just like it's probably helped in recovery in terms of like probably not seeing the like huge like scale of it all um and just like kind of yeah dealing with what I can work with at the time and like go through that and then I guess yeah just in terms of that like anger or anything probably not like there was maybe one time when I was feeling like not great um like six months on with the trial and things and you just kind of feel like a bit alone and isolated just thinking like no one else has to deal with this yeah, like I'm me? the one who has to like go to bed a bit like worried or scared or that I'll have a nightmare or things like that or like people won't be able to like see fully what happened like I have to like replay that in my head and no one you can't like transfer that to someone else mm. so like that I think was a bit of a tough one but definitely just accepting it all and kind of just realizing like I think yeah through the page and just realizing it's not the defining thing about me like I've got so much more like about myself than that um and it's, it's so been like important. tough as well like trying to figure that one out and who you are again like after the trauma and things which mm. you just never really think that you'd have to deal with that ever in your life and like yeah especially I was 22 when it happened so very like out for blue and things like that but yeah it just I don't know I feel like yeah a lot of people do say that they're like it's so like calm but um <laughs> But That's a good I don't thing. know. Yeah, I guess. But so. also, but I think it's what, what's great is that, you know, is bad things happen in life, unfortunately, to us all in different ways, big or small. Yeah. yeah. And um, but the thing is, they don't have to define us. They can be just like that chapter in that in our story. But what's great is that through this really horrible experience, you've managed to learn all these tools and tips that are going to help you for life anyway, just generally. Yeah. Yeah, and also yeah. your experiences gets to help other people. And I think for me, that's that's how I turn some bad stuff into like that and it just no longer has the same impact on me because I'm like oh that's just the way it was meant to be so that then I can yeah. help somebody with it and yeah you just get back into your power which is which is yeah. fab so that person doesn't get to win or whatever you know because obviously he's not okay which is why he did it in the first place um but if anybody's listening and has experienced something similar like a big trauma something like I think with a big trauma you can sort of compare to small traumas it's a very significant event mm. where you completely change before and after what would be your sort of tips to them to be able to help them on their recovery journey I think um probably like the biggest lessons learned are kind of like just take each day as it comes like don't try to fight your feelings like mm. actually like you kind of just have to sit and like feel them like sometimes it's not going to feel great like when you're in a pretty low place and it's like you have to kind of work your, through it for yourself and it can feel quite like lonely sometimes and it's just I guess a part of the recovery because you, you it is you at the end of the day who has to go through it and like then do the recovery like no one can do it for you which mm -hmm. I think it is just like it can feel tough at times and it's just working through those phases and kind of then working out what works for you as well because like everyone's so different like and then that counts for recovery as well like people's traumas are different and then things might work for someone else and it might not work for you um like different types of therapy or like different anxiety techniques it's about working out what actually is effective for yourself um, as well and yeah and just making a note of it because like you never know if it will like come back a year down the line or, or things like that and it may do it may not um so I think it is just like the big thing for me was just acceptance of it all just in general just being like right okay this is how it's going to be it's fine it's not obviously where you thought 
like you would be at this stage in your life but just coming and going with it being like a bit more definitely like growth mindset and just more flexible with things like and then I've just applied that in general just like with goals like there's certain things I want to happen but I'm pretty flexible like when it happens now and like how it happens whereas I think before the trauma I was very focused on like right this is when I want to do this then I want to do this and like pretty like fixed on my like goals and like timeline and then this comes in something you don't see come in throws you off a lot which I think then I had to kind of learn in general just being able to kind of be okay with like changing factors and like just yeah kind of a bit more just except yeah like life because I never really understood it yeah because I was like school then uni and then this happened and then you're like just thrown off like completely so definitely yeah kind of just take it day by day and and step by step like there may be days where like you feel like five steps backwards but that's okay like see how you feel the next day and if it's like a recurring thing then obviously reach out and get help and just talking as well like communicating it's and it's hard like it's so hard sometimes to like send a text to someone being like I don't feel great and like then doing it but like I found when I have done it it's just like a weight is off your shoulders sometimes like just sending it and then just like having to share it with someone because like you've got friends in your circle it, it does help but it is a tough tough first step for sure yeah it's got to be vulnerable haven't you and just saying I'm not okay and this is a bit hard for me to carry on on my own but actually when somebody just listens and is just there while you're doing that process processing of feelings you just feel less alone whereas yeah. I think when you're just in your own head sometimes um you know then that's when we can go into a real low because we think we're the only people that feel like this or there's something wrong with us but I think you know all us us humans when we're processing feelings it doesn't always feel nice when it's those negative ones yeah. as well and yeah. um those traumas and, and how are you feeling now so it's like you know a good few years after the event and yeah yeah it's like two and a half years on which is crazy like even when it was two years on it didn't really feel like that like it's gone pretty quick now I think like after the one year mark it was just the ability to like focus on myself and get get myself into a good place and I definitely now like I'm pretty good with it I would say like there obviously are like times where you'd hear like a news story that's pretty similar like obviously with Sarah Everard and Sabine Sabrina it's very like can be triggering but I think like I tried to kind of just minimize my like in like reading of the news and things like that being consciously like off social media for a bit or like things like that so there are like obviously still like little bits of triggers like here and there but I would say on a day-to-day like I'm pretty good like don't really think about it and I've kind of got back to like a weird normal like it's not going to ever be normal I guess but like a good working like balance with it all and kind of in a good place of like I've learned what works for me and if I feel anxious like what to do and stuff like that but then I'm in a you're actually good... processing it which is probably why you're feeling a lot better isn't it rather than just yeah. ignoring it and putting it away you're processing yeah. it and you've got yeah. your systems in place you've got your ways of feeling safe when you go out um you know what to do if you get triggered it seems like you've got like quite a few processes that you use you've got a good support network you're sharing your story as well like all of these things can really help us to just feel okay right so yeah very inspirational story thank you so much for sharing it with us was there anything else that you wanted to share before we um wrap up 
no I think that that's everything thank you for having me um, thank you so much for sharing your story yeah. I'm going to pop your Instagram page into the episode notes as well so everybody cool. can see your amazing posts and all the stuff you share is really helpful as well yeah yeah I do just find even just like Instagram stories like resharing other people's posts and useful things it's just just sharing it and like raising like awareness to other things and other tips that might help someone else yeah Um, definitely because sometimes people don't even realize the impact that the traumas had on them and then they'll blame themselves for being anxious or depressed but it's actually because whatever event happened in their lives is actually just sort of got stuck in their bodies basically so just sharing stuff like that is really helpful but thank you so much thank you for having me thank you and there we have it guys an episode completed i hope you enjoyed it and it raised a load of awareness in your mind there was alarm bells going you were all like ding that's totally me because that's what i was like when i started this journey and that is the start of the process finding out this information and realizing it has happened in your own life so i really hope it was helpful and before the next episode coming out next wednesday be sure to check us out on instagram so it's hearts underscore underscore happiness also we have a youtube channel where i share the videos i create for instagram on so you can check that out they come on about once a week and then we also have a facebook group if you want to join to carry on the conversation i want to create a community where we're all talking about our very real experiences and traumas and then there is also my website called heartshappiness.co.uk which you can check out to join our mailing list so that as i create new services and support tools for you all you're the first to find out and i have a freebie on there so definitely check that out it's five books that transformed my healing so if you really want to kickstart and you know you're liking the content in here these books are like the basis of so much of my knowledge so definitely check that out and i will speak to you next week i'm so excited to continue this journey with you to help you to find your own heart's happiness take care